There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm appalled at what you said on that pod thing. It's disgusting. This is the After the Show podcast. It's where we get honest and real with your ass. So sit back, relax, have a blast, because it's time for the After the Show podcast. Oh, yeah, baby. Here we go. The first After the Show of the brand new year, 2024. Hello. Good to see y'all back. Hello, everybody. Well, almost everybody back. Bird is not here today. And despite what everybody was thinking and texting me, oh my gosh, was he dead by Christmas? No, we do not think he was dead by Christmas because we saw a video of him loving up on a goat, and that was yeah. post Christmas. Yeah, he uh, did some videos from Oregon. He went to go see his sister. He did that thing. With the coin to tell him whether he should go or not. The coin said, don't go. (laughs) He don't listen. So he decided to go. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that's where he is. And, and, uh, yeah, so he'll he'll be back tomorrow. So, yeah, I want to find maybe you got a cheaper flight by delaying a day or something like that. So It happens. That's how it works, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. You wait one day and all of a sudden the price drops. Yeah, it can drop like half. Yeah. It's crazy. Nuts, right? Uh, so, yeah, we went through a lot of the stuff we did over break uh, during the regular show. You can catch up on all that. I don't want to regurgitate too much of it. It is uh, all there, especially early on. Uh, one thing, Virginia did tradition in Port St. Lucie for their New Year's Eve countdown. Carlos uh, ran into you. She said she's a total sweetheart, and she was wearing the witchiest black dress ever. <laughs> I forgot to tell her that I'm Carlos that suspects Kev didn't have bronchitis. Oh. Anyways, my first time in tradition, <laughs> and the band was great, and a good time was had. And this time, Virginia stayed relatively sober and didn't screw up the entire countdown because <laughs> you said a couple years ago you got really hammered and fucked the whole thing up, huh? Yeah. Counting's never been my strongest. No, it's not, no. I mean, the numbers. When you add, like, you know, a bottle of champagne, right. and then you're supposed to count, and your count is supposed to set off the fireworks, and the fireworks go early, and the band starts playing the wrong song, it does look like it was your fault. And it Just might all chaos, huh? It was chaos. And you're not, because you're, and when you're not sober, you can't say, oh, it wasn't my fault. No, you can't say nothing. You gotta just take it. You're like, okay, you're the one that's hammered. Everyone <laughs> else is pretty sober. And it's everyone else, not you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, you held on to it. You said, though, you went to a friend's boat party. And that raged until 7 in the morning? Yes. My girlfriend turned 43, and her husband got her this boat. And it fit like 20 of us. And I don't know. It just got away from me. I went from being sober to blackout. (laughs) It was so, so quick. I don't know what happened, Kevin. I just got to, you know, now what time do you really remember? What time of night do you think it was where you last really kind of had your memory and faculties? Probably like 9 p. 
nine thirty maybe. And you and then you get home ten hours later. So there's ten hours that there's really no memory. <laughs> well, thank goodness for the iPhone. And for some reason, I always feel like I need to document the night. So when I wake up, it's the first thing I check. Oh, let me check my video and pictures and see what the hell I was doing. And I'm like, oh, I was there. Oh, I was there. Wow, I drank that, huh? That was a bad choice. (laughs) (laughs) How bad did you feel that day? Did you feel bad or were you just like, ah, it's not that big? I felt pretty bad because Panda was like, you got home at 7 a.m. So you felt more bad about guilt, not about what the alcohol did to your body. Yeah, no, it was definitely more about the guilt about than the guilt. alcohol. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, okay. I mean, I, I still did feel a little bad from the alcohol, too. What are your hangovers like now? Because mine are different. As I've gotten older, hangovers, it's so freaking weird. I don't even know if I would say that I necessarily have hangovers. Because when I was younger, my hangovers were nausea. I remember until noon the next day, I would be vomiting or feeling like I was going to vomit. Every 20 minutes, just pure hell. Terrible. And now the weird thing is I wake up, I don't feel nauseous, don't even necessarily ever have a headache, but I know I drank too much for me, which are now ridiculously low levels, because I am so freaking dog-ass tired the whole day. Tired, yeah. So tired. I don't necessarily feel bad. I. It just feels like I, I'm like, I slept, right? It's crazy. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like, a hangover now just means I just want to chill on the sofa. I want to order food. I want to have comfort food. I want to have a little bit of carb action, which I try not to do normally. But hungover me loves a carb. Okay. Yeah, I I hear you. It's it's kind of crazy. And I was thinking about it because we, oddly enough, I was in bed by, I think I was asleep by 10 p.m. on New Year's Eve. <laughs> didn't see any of it, didn't look. And the night before New Year's Eve, I think I was up to 1.30 or 2 a.m., the latest I stayed up. So I, I, I don't know what, I, I did everything wrong. Yeah, I kind of did that, too. I, I really blew it before New Year's. Yeah. At my girlfriend's party, which was before New Year's. So on New Year's itself, I was still tired from blowing it out like a rock star. Yeah, I had, uh, well, the thing about being on break for us, it's like every day was like a Saturday. So most yes. days we're up and like, hey, we're going to have a Bloody Mary. We're going to have some cocktails. <laughs> you know, yeah, you're it's right. It's dangerous. I had to come back to work just to, so I'd stop freaking drinking. It's dangerous to, to live like you have no laws. And that's what vacation is. It's lawless. I couldn't even imagine. I guess maybe if you were crazy wealthy, you know, you see people that are, you know, not necessarily that old, and they've got so much money they don't have to work. I think it'd be dangerous for me, but maybe you get to a place where you realize how to not have to go to work and then not be an alcoholic every day. I think it'd be hard. I'm glad. I'm almost glad. I, yeah, I really. I need a job. Be they got to drink myself to death. Be thankful you have a job, and it requires you to come in here. So early and so sober, because I think that really is good for us. Yeah. No, it does. Keeps me straight. I need, I need to come back. It's crazy. Yeah, it was, it was a good time, though. So I didn't get out as much as I wanted to. We, for the most part, just kind of hung out at home. But, you know, honestly, it's just so freaking expensive to go out. It is. We went out and, um, you know, had some, we had met my daughter and, you know, out and. Our friend Lynn, 
And it was just that and, you know, some cocktails, like 175 bucks. It adds up quick. But I'm like, honestly, we can go to the liquor store and get a week's worth of booze <laughs> for half of that. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, I don't know. It's just I can't justify it anymore. It's crazy. I don't, I don't know if I just never pay attention or prices got a lot more expensive. They have gotten more expensive. You, you do have to look. And I'm telling you, happy hour is the time to go out. Yeah. If no. you can find a place that has mm-hmm. happy hour deals, you can really enjoy yourself and pay half. Yeah. That's typically what we do. We're always out on uh, happy hour deals. So it, it was it was good. It was fun. We explored a couple new, found a couple new bars, which is all good. We went up to Hutchinson Island and did a little mini staycation up there. That was fun. It's so peaceful. And it's just, it's the opposite of like South Florida. I know you ran around Pompano and that whole area. And it's like. I figured I've got South taken care of. You've got North. Yes. We've divided it up. I like to go North where it's quiet and slow and old. (laughs) (laughs) I am the rager up there. Yeah, I mean, you're the youngest, the hottest, yes. the craziest. Yes, Daddy. You go down south, there's too much competition. Yes, Daddy. They're all so young and so hot. And just, yeah, you're right. Up there, I'm right. a rock star. I'm you a are. champion. You are still the tops <laughs> when you go up there. Uh, James in Lake Clark Shores, he's all pissed off and going off on uh, next door. He said, I think it's just adorable that some people reported my post for simply stating two facts. Who thought my statement of how I feel about people who light fireworks the day after the day it's legal was disrespectful? And he said, let the lighting of leftover fireworks begin. I hate people. That is all. So he was being uh, grouchy and people went off on James. Do you think you should be able to let off fireworks the day after New Year's? Or is that I mean, foul? I get it, because you still have those fireworks, and you're like, I don't want to hold on to these. That doesn't seem safe. Yeah. But it is kind of rude, because people, you know, they know there's going to be fireworks on New Year's Eve. They know there's going to be fireworks on the 4th of July. And if you have pets, you have to prepare those pets accordingly. Mm-hmm. So doing it the day after would be, you know, not cool to people that have pets. Right. Okay. That's just my take. Okay. I know a lot of people have animals, and the animals get very upset. Gosh, there is so much bitching on Nextdoor. Oh, Nextdoor is like the new Facebook. I don't even know how to rank them as far as toxicity. Nextdoor, I mean, the people on there a lot of times are older, and they don't really get it. And they just start spewing, Mm -hmm. and then people come for them, and then it gets ugly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think the the Twitter is still the most toxic. Man, there's some nasty stuff on there. But right behind that, I don't know, next door is catching up. I don't know if Facebook's probably still next. I think that's old fuckers talking about politics, right? (laughs) It's a lot. Just fight. Are, they, are people still fighting? I mean, it's. A lot of Twitter is fighting about politics, too. Oh, I know that. Yeah, that's why I would put it at number one. It's toxic. And that's one of the reasons why I follow uh, or I use Twitter so much is, yeah, I'm following the politics and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, there's just so it's much. yelling and yelling. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty freaking ridiculous, honestly. But, you know, I want to I stay informed, Virginia. 
Well, then Twitter is the place. And I find, too, I learned a lot from TikTok. I know people are hating on TikTok, but I do learn quite a bit of stuff from TikTok. I am going to come in here probably tomorrow, hopefully. I didn't realize it, but my wife's been using all these like new products. She's in there the other day, and she's got this hand roller. It looks like something that you would knead out some dough with, like old ladies used to use, except it's small and it comes on a handle. And she's rolling her face. Oh, yeah. This is the thing. This has been going on for a minute. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I she's think like, it's like lymphatic drainage. She's like, I'm rolling out my face. I'm like, what is it? What? I'm like, what? You think you're going to like, you're going to roll the, she's like, yes. I'm like, where did you get that? <laughs> TikTok. And I started going through, and I'm like, okay, how many things are you doing now because of TikTok? And she ran down. She's like, well, let me just show all the things I've purchased. <laughs> she stopped at 24. Oh, my. I mean, just she, That's why you can't go out except at a happy hour. I know. <laughs> She's buying all this kind of crap on, uh, on TikTok. TikTok spending. It is real. Yes. It was so insane. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, how could you just go on there and just buy, like, all this stuff? And, and she's all in it. And she's like, I think it's the number one platform to sell items. I'm like, well, I mean, to you, yes. But I guess it is a big thing. I guess that's why those influencers make so much money. And so I've been going to Instagram a little bit more. I, I found, like, you know what? It's, it's not bad. I'm kind of enjoying the uh, Instagram. TikTok, I still am not doing a ton. It's just, I don't know. I think it's because you fucked up our... <laughs> algorithm oh it's the we have the shittiest stuff on our tiktok and i i don't have a personal tiktok i only have kbj i go on there I'm like god this is so stupid i'm like it is the dumbest stuff i'm like there's nothing that interests me at all on i don't TikTok. know how to change it it's so terrible we're just we're just stuck and suck oh it just sucks it's so bad it's so bad so yeah so i've been going on instagram a little bit more and Last night, I'm sitting there. Every all these products are speaking to me. Really? But tell me, okay, am, am I drinking the Kool Aid or are these really badass products? This is a wireless mini lavalier microphone for your iPhone, so you could do a video from further away and it sounds like you're on mic. Panda bought those. Okay, is it awesome? That is awesome. Okay, right? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I got to talk to Panda to make sure this isn't like some cheap-ass brand, though. Ask him. He would I know. It, it's only 40 bucks. The concept is beautiful. That seems like a great idea, right? And we need that. Yes. So I found myself, I kept going in all the ads, I guess because I was getting information, then every ad started speaking to me. Well, they know your algorithm at that point, and they're like, okay, here's what we got to give this guy. He likes stuff like this. And then... Then I found a professional live video mobile phone photography set with fill light and a microphone tripod. This person just propped their phone up. You had the light, you had the microphone, everything right there. I'm like, oh my gosh, whenever we do any kind of uh, like live podcast or anything like that from our house or whatever, I'm like, I need that. Yes. And so then I clicked on that and then everything was just, it was, <laughs> I, had to, I had to put the phone down because I was saving all these things to go back and buy I'm like, oh my gosh! I was making fun of my wife, <laughs> and I, I, and I'm, there's a part of me that's jonesing to go back into Instagram today to just see what it's going to try to sell me. It was, it was so awesome. I'm like, I need that. I'm like, see? I really need that. This is how your wife got sucked into buying 25 items because. But who needs a face roller? I mean, learns, that's dumb. It, it learns who you are. 
and it realizes that she's got a stressed out face. It's a mini massage for your face. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's it. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't know. A lot, I, a lot I, of girls be bitches be loving the face roller. I'm really, Trust yeah. me, there's a lot of people buying that face roller. Oh, she's doing so many wacky things now. It's unreal. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it in tomorrow. It's just I, like everything I see her doing. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like TikTok. TikTok. I'm like, it's just, it's nuts. But if you start face rolling and you really like it, uh huh, like. Who's to say it's wrong? If it's giving her I know less stress and she likes the way it feels, it's a little mini massage for her face, like how can that be bad? Other than the money it costs. Right. You. I, I gotta go look at how much of this stuff is yeah, because every day there's packages and I Can you itemize? I know, I need to. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a deeper dive on that. I didn't get to, all the way to it. Uh but yeah, Well it if does, she can buy so her cheap. face roller you can buy your I want to be a podcaster setup. Well, I mean, I need that <laughs> stuff, right? I mean, right. can you not see both of those items? Are they not 100% justified? Totally. The T- microphones completely. and the, the setup. Completely. Those it's a write-off. really cool for your job. I think, honestly, it, the rule should be if you can't write it off for your career, you can't buy it. Yeah, that's not going to pass. But <laughs> it sounded good, and then... I'm well, like, there's no way I'm saying I mean, that. If the face roller gives relief, you could say it's She's a she's a school teacher. But who needs it more than school teachers? They're stressed. You deal with preschoolers. I, I, you'll be wanting to pull your skin off. Personally, I think teachers are more effective when they look old and mean. <laughs> I personally, because then the kids are scared of you and then they're not gonna get out of line. So I would argue the other way. <laughs> Just a thought. Atoll Vodka is delicious. It's basically the only vodka I've ever had that you can have it on the rocks and just sip it and not make a face. That's the great thing about Atoll Vodka. It's a crisp citrus finish on a delicious vodka. Grab some for yourself today. Atoll Vodka. I got it at Star Liquors right there on Indian Town Road in the public shopping center all the way east. But you can also go online at mashandgrape.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, another thing that uh, went down, uh, there were so many uh, concerts. Yeah, that was the other thing, too. Like, just my daughter was running down the prices of stuff. I mean, I don't even show. I never go out for New Year's. I hate it. It's unbelievable. And then I saw what happened at uh, Bayfront Park in Miami. I'm like, that's why I don't go out. That and the costs. My daughter went to OG's in Del Rey. Uh, I think she said it was only like 40 bucks. But I'm like, that's $40. And I don't think you got anything other than the right to go in there and buy more. Just drinks. to walk in. Yeah. And then I, I'm sure they jacked the prices on all that kind of stuff. Yeah. The Fountain Blue, I didn't even look at that. I can't even imagine how much that was to go there. And you what said, about the new Fountain Blue in Vegas? Oh, Vegas. Can you I imagine even, how no. much that one no. was for New Year's Eve? No, I would oh. I would bet yeah, I would bet in it'd be interesting to see what's the most expensive city 
because uh, a, a old old buddy of mine from way back in the day from New York, I saw he went to this unbelievable party in New York City. Really? Yeah, it was on some big top building, and you had the views. It was overlooking Times Square, and so okay. you got to see the fireworks. And the view was you had like the Empire State those Building there. Party and, spaces that you I can rent out. I was looking at the video. I'm like, he always did the coolest stuff though, even when I was there. So he always gets in all the cool stuff. But I mean, between New York, Vegas, and Miami. What, how much are you paying? What city's most expensive out of those three, do you think? That's a great question. It was probably... I think Vegas Vegas, yeah, yeah. Vegas is still the most. Because you have the most people just being stupid with their money mm-hmm. in Vegas. Right. And that's why I think it would be. I think it goes Vegas, New York, Miami. Maybe, yeah. I don't know, though. I, I, I think Miami could maybe give New York a run for its money. You can still do Miami the, and the, kind of be affordable. But we're in season. You can't do New York and be affordable. The weather in New York right now sucks. A lot of people wouldn't want to deal with the traffic in Times Square. I don't know. Be interesting. But um, your daughter went to Atlantis. Which in is the Bahamas insane. She went mm-hmm. with some very fancy people. Yeah, Wesney, she said, I went too. I saw the show, and the best part of it was uh, Adam Levine saying that he forgot his belt while packing for the trip, and a kid in the crowd threw his belt to Adam. Aww. He tried it on, but it didn't fit. That was pretty hilarious. That is funny. Such a good show. Yeah, here's uh, some of the audio. We didn't have it uh, on the regular show. Here's how they sounded. Okay, some, right. some of the hits. There you go. Sounds good. That's what you got to check He's out. hitting those high notes still, and he, does. he got he got high notes. Yeah, he does. Now he, he still looks good, still sounds good. So he's doing all right. I, you know, until we played the uh, two second Tuesday, I didn't realize it's it's been what three years since we've had a Maroon Five hit. Really? I think right. Those memories about their last. What Was is the, it? What is the last Maroon Five big hit? Are they slowing down finally? You couldn't tell by the crowd at Atlantis. Well, I mean, you know, but a lot of those nostalgic acts, they do great. Still playing all the old songs. I'm just wondering if Adam Levine is done cranking out the new stuff. I mean, they, they're fun. They, they could play Vegas in 25 or 30 years and still have a great crowd show up. They're one of those bands that could do a residency and they're set for life. Oh, totally. They, they want not for any more hits. They were set three albums ago. Yeah. That's what I figured. It says new music. They dropped their middle ground, which marks the first release since 2021. And this was this year, Middle Ground. What is it? Did you have a song from that? Oh. I don't know. Did we did we have Lost? a Maroon Five? No. No. I don't know Lost. No, I don't think Maroon 5 had a hit then off this new album. <gasps> That's wow. a bad sign, Virginia. That is a bad sign. Yeah. Yeah, they had a new one. Yeah, Middle Ground was... Uh... No, I don't know that song. I think it's because he dyed his blonde, his hair blonde. <laughs> you think that's it? Yeah, he had a beard and blonde hair. And it's freaked people out. Yeah, I'm looking at the video for that. I'm like, hey, he looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you can't uh, change it up too much. No, he, he went everything different. <laughs> you freak out people like Kevin. Ugh. Yeah, he is. <laughs> what happened to you? Won't even recognize him. Uh, another thing going on was uh, Dave Chappelle. Sounded like uh, Dave Chappelle's show was pretty good. He did, I think, five nights, five consecutive nights at the Hard Rock, Hard Rock wow. Live. Um, he did, I guess, cut one show short last Wednesday's show because somebody uh, pulled out a cell phone, started recording. And uh, I just saw his new Netflix special, and somebody also texted in that a lot of the jokes in the Netflix special is what he was doing at Hard Rock Live. So that's one of the big reasons why he protects it so much. So they said I didn't mind it because he's still funny. but And the story he tells about how he got attacked on stage... It was just too long. I couldn't edit it down uh, to make it really work. I mean, I've been listening to like, and he also intersperses the Chris Rock story along with it, but it's worth watching that. So my girlfriend said the Chappelle little bag that they give you to lock your phone in. Mm -hmm. She's like, I think the bags might be faulty because I asked somebody to open my bag and it was already open. I didn't realize my bag was even open. Huh. Huh. I've never been to a So they lock it in the bag and they give you the bag? I don't know. What could go wrong? Right. (laughs) I've never been to a show that required that, so. Rocco is really good at picking locks. I have a feeling he can get that bag open in less than a minute. Yeah. Is, Is that the right play? To walk off stage and end your show if you see somebody recording? No, I wouldn't. But, I mean, I think you, you have the guy removed. I think you just stop the show and then you make some jokes about, we'll just sit here and wait. You pick it up where you tried to leave off. Yeah, somebody did get uh, walked out of the show. Somebody texted in and they called to Dave for help. And he's like, good luck, little buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Uh, let me see here. Got um, Jerry. He uh, texted in and he said, because uh, Netflix owns the rights to it, he can't risk the video going out because the Netflix special was not released yet. Yeah, I I didn't even realize it. In fact, I was just kind of scanning through Netflix and it just popped up. I'm like, when did this come out? So I must have gotten it pretty uh, fresh. Yeah, I didn't even realize that was new because I saw it too as I was scrolling through my Netflix. What's hot? Mm-hmm. Things we've picked for you. That was one of the things that came up. But I thought that one that's on there right now was the old one, so I didn't click on it. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah, it's it's a new one. It's so fresh. If you know, it's fresh. It's new. It's Dave Chappelle's still just so good. Honestly, I, I don't. He he's pretty masterful in how he does it. He really is. So you know, he just. I know a lot of people still upset because he you know still cracks some jokes that offended people, but. Unlike Maroon 5, he's putting out hits. Yeah, <laughs> he is. He's had a hit in 2023. Yeah. Yes, he's still doing it. Uh, Christina, she said, yeah, I'm kind of feeling like a bad parent. I took my 12-year-old son to go see Beetlejuice at the Kravis Center. And in the opening scene, Beetlejuice does a line of coke, does a <laughs> lap dance on another dude, and then flicks off the crowd and says, fuck you. I noticed that. So, fortunately, Rocco doesn't know what the drug reference was, but, uh, yeah, it it was 
a reinterpreted Beetlejuice. Wow. Okay. Because, I mean, I was, you know, I heard really good things about it. We were singing the praises, but it's. It needs it's to go a little the spicy. It's a little spicy in the beginning. It's not a kid's show. Rocco loved the part where he did the double birds and fuck you. Rocco oh, he lo- loved it. Yeah. Well, oh, you know. loved it. <laughs> he <laughs> celebrated it. Speaking his language. That's just his thing. <laughs> Rocco loves double birds. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, for, for other kids. <laughs> for normal kids. may not be as seasoned as Rocco. For kids that don't watch Ted 2 and not flinch. Right. Did he, how was he, when he was watching Ted 2, did he flinch or was he just like not a big deal? Some of it he didn't understand. Okay. There are some ejaculation jokes. Okay. That are so, and, and pa, 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 me and Panda and Uncle Jerry, we were all like, oh my gosh. But Rocco didn't really get it because he doesn't know yet what cum is. But. <laughs> It was very cum heavy, Kevin. Is it really? Yes. Oh, it's a very cummy. It was so cum heavy. Do they put that? You know how they have the uh, restrictions and they tell you Whoa. why, like sex violence. Do they put cum? <laughs> sex violence, cummy. It is sticky. It's very. It sticky. It is very, very sticky. Gosh, I just. I couldn't even tell you every single joke, but I just remember being like, "Whoa, that's a right hook of a joke, left hook yeah. of a joke, right hook of a joke." Right, like. Seth MacFarlane had me spun around, (laughs) and I guess that's what he likes to do, but man, I was not prepared. That freaking teddy bear is deceptive because he's so cute. That's what you think. He looks like the snuggle bear. Oh, my gosh. He's going to get soft sheets. That is not the snuggle bear. So you get cummy sheets. (laughs) uh, A little thing to put on your radar, too, if you like the comedy, Tiffany Haddish is going to be at the Dania Improv tomorrow night. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I... Probably sold out, I would imagine. Probably. But it'll be interesting to see if she's still doing jokes about her DUI or not. Because she did right after she got arrested for her second. And people are like, wait a minute. She has to, though, right? You can joke about your first and act like it's no big deal. I think on your second, you kind of got to take it a little more serious, right? Well, I mean, I I think it's, it's how you do it. I mean, I think you can joke about it, but then you can maybe joke about what a serious problem you have. Right, I don't know. I don't, Just be careful. I don't They're think all... you make comedy of the fact that yeah, I'm hammered and I'm driving around. But they're going to take it out of context, though, and everybody's going to hear she joked about her second DUI and her comedy act. Well, would you rather her than not address it and be like, oh, no jokes? Didn't even say anything. No, about it. I guess you're right. It's like the elephant in the room. Then, yeah, uh, Victor said, yeah, she used the same joke she did. I can't remember what it was. You wanted to get an officer to show up or something like that. Yeah, well, the, 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 <laughs> actually, the only thing that I didn't like about it, he's right. She used the exact same joke from her first DUI with the second. That's why I'm like, ah, no, no, that's where I got to ding you. You got to have new material at least. Keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. KJ said, I wanted to see your concert, but uh, the tickets were absurd. I wonder what that's uh, going for. Yeah, good question. And if you can uh, even get them. Yeah, and she's only, you know, it's a random, it's a weird, it's like a Thursday, it's just kind of a random thing. It's a special event, first come, first serve, too. So let me see what uh, we're looking at for price here. Will it even let you buy? Um, I don't know. It doesn't, okay, click showtime to purchase. Yeah, you know what? It doesn't seem like it's giving me any kind of uh, clickiness. Yeah, it's 
putting me through Ticketmaster and t- telling me that, no, there's no more events available. Okay. All right. So maybe it is sold out. Okay. Well, if anybody goes to uh, Tiffany Haddish, record it and send us the video. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but don't get tossed out. <laughs> Hide your phone. I assume every uh, comedian does that, right? You can't, the no phone thing. Good question. I would assume. Uh, we were talking also about the uh, show Below Deck. That is one of the shows that you started binging, Virginia. I just love it so much. I just, I can't believe that it's fake. The things that happened in the, the binge watching that I did, it certainly didn't look fake. Producers had to intervene mm-hmm. and break down the fourth wall yeah. on the episode that I was watching because this drunk guy stumbled into this girl's room that was sleeping. Mm-hmm. Now, she was drunk, too, and she was, like, in her bed trying to go to sleep, and he stumbles in and, like, closes the door, and it looks like it's going to be, like, a sexual assault kind of situation because other people on the boat were like, no, you got to keep him out of her room. Okay. And the producers broke down the fourth wall and went in there and made him come out, and then he was terminated, like... Like, it was a whole thing. It did not look fake. It didn't look well, scripted. I, the problem, keep in mind, I mean, there's going to be families on board, and that's that's or somebody who's chartered the This boat. was a night when there was no charter. So there was, this was an off night. So the charter guests had gotten off the boat, uh-huh. and they had one night that they were going to be at the dock, and the, the kids could go and have a dinner, have their drinks, right. have their party night, and then come back to the boat and then prepare the next day for the charter to arrive. Okay. So this is happening the night that they're off. Okay. Yeah, I think I think you can. Yeah, I was because I was talking to my daughter about it because that's what she did over the summer was she was on one of them uh, fun little boats and so she was talking to the crew and I think there was a, a boy that was uh, on board the boat that worked with the crew that she went and hung out with for a night and I think the family went and stayed in a hotel for like one night and so it sounded like yeah when the cats were away the mice did play yes a bit that's what it looks like on below deck but everybody's telling me it's scripted it's not real well you need to watch the episode i watched yesterday when the producers had to intervene and it looked like there was about to be a sexual assault and then there was tears i mean these fuckers are not that good of actors there's no way that was fake i'm sorry maybe with the editing you can you know make it look better and i'm sure they do a ton of different takes and then if it's not working, then they're like, all right, this person can't nail it. Let's think of a more simple way to get to the same it looked real point to that me. we want to go to. Uh, everyone has said Below Deck is absolutely fake. Not the episode I watched. <laughs> okay, yeah, so you just had the one where they're like, well, you know what, just for one episode, let's not fake this one. <laughs> And then it was just so good, and it brought you in. <laughs> there was nothing that it was, was so, so real, Kevin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it is a fascinating world, though. I do thoroughly enjoy the stories that uh, my daughter tells, because it's like, wow, what, a, what an odd, what an interesting, intriguing world that uh, some people live in. It's fascinating. Yeah. And it's going down now, too. If you've uh, been over to Palm Beach... My gosh. It's season. Yeah, we were, the queen and I were walking the bridge doing that thing, and that Palm Beach Marina, and um, it's unbelievable. And that Rybovich, my goodness. They got some big old boats in there. Beastly boats. Beastly boats. Yeah, that's, yeah. Magnolia was on, like, a, I think, like a 90-foot boat, and 
it was dwarfed by the boats parked around her at Atlantis. I think the boat that she ended up ringing in the new year on was the boat parked next to the boat she came on. And that boat was 280 feet long. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's absolutely insane. And like, yeah, and, what? And, and then the cost to, to charter these things. Uh, Sandy, she texts in, she said, Virginia, you're only off by a few hundred thousand for chartering one of those kinds of uh, yachts. They start at uh, 250 to 300,000 per week, plus provisions and fuel. I don't know. I think it's a little different for the below deck people because they go on there. It'd I don't be the size of the boat, but I think if you're talking about a 200 footer or something like that, maybe. Yeah, I think you are paying that. But if you go and I've done the research, go look up what the people pay to be charter guests on below deck. So it's not the same as a regular charter guest. You're agreeing to be on TV. Mm-hmm. You're already like it's a different thing for them than it is for like a regular charter cruise. I have no idea what a regular charter boat of that size cost, but I, I have done the research on below deck. I heard the the gas bill to fill it up with fuel is a hundred thousand dollars. One hundred thousand dollars is how much it costs to fill that thing with fuel. That's next level. That is crazy. Uh, Renee said, yeah, I worked on yachts for years. Best job ever. I love the industry so much that now I have a, that I have family. I work on a shipyard where big yachts are repaired. You can ask any questions. I'll be happy to answer. Mm. Fascinating. Yeah, it's an interesting life. And uh, Renee said, no, it's not 100% scripted. My husband was on it, on Below Deck. Okay, see? Okay. I'm telling you, these there's no way these kids are that good of actors. Mm-hmm. There's just no possible way. Yeah. Maybe it, they put them in scenarios. Sure. Maybe they make the charter guests, you know, act a little out of pocket. You know, that probably is what the charter guests are encouraged to do. You know, be a little bit more on the asshole side and spice it up and... They encourage the kids that are working there on their off night to drink and act a fool. Right. That all maybe is not, you know. Sure. You got to, I mean, you got to, you know, it's not, put them in situations to make it more dramatic. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, that sexual assault episode, I think that one was real. And I don't know. If you don't agree, then we just don't agree. You don't agree, huh? You got to watch it before you judge it. Uh, talking Dania Improv, I uh, got word that uh, apparently they're getting ready to uh, finalize the details for the live KBJ show there on January 20th. So that means the uh, tickets will be going on sale here pretty quick. Oh, that's exciting. want to come check out our next live show. And yeah, going to be in Broward. So there you go. Broward? We haven't been in Broward in a minute. It's been a while. Yeah, we're, we're definitely due. There's a lot of places we got to get to. And uh, a big part of 2024 is... Uh, going out, I think we have already four live shows planned. Uh, those will be more of the kind of like the theater kind of deals, and then you know who knows, we might be able to do uh, some other things in between. So yeah, we got hopefully we'll have some ambitious stuff, and then I'm, I'm hoping it'll get uh, even more frequent. So it'd be fun. It'd be, yeah, it would be a lot of fun. It would be a lot of fun. I was kicking around an idea with a buddy of mine. Wouldn't it be awesome if we had an airstream trailer? That had all the equipment in it, and we could just roll that out to a place and do a live show. That would be. I was like, that would be so badass. It could be like a regular ATS, and then we didn't have all the setup and all that stuff. It's already in the 
vehicles ready to go. When I worked in New York, they had kind of a setup like that. It was this big old kind of like, remember they had them boom boxes? Sure, we had like one. Yep, I had one at the station we worked with. Yeah, and so we had that, and it would elevate in the air, like uh, up like 30 feet or something like that. It would have a banner that would drape all the way around it, and I'm like, I'm so badass. But an Airstream cooler be, or, or trailer would be kind of cool, wouldn't it? We can afford an Airstream cooler. That's all we can afford, yeah. <laughs> Don't think it's going to help with a live show. We'll just sit on it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you're looking for some merch, too, Sergeant Sonny said, I can't get to the events because I'm in Missouri now. Damn. Um, but I went to the KBJ homepage and I found some cool stuff. There is a KBJ show hashtag be cool hoodie that uh, he's got. And he also found a T-shirt that he liked. It says, I like coffee and maybe three people, Kevin, Virginia, and Jason, the KBJ show. So there are some things there. If you go to kbjshow.com, you'll be able to find some merch if you want it. And then we'll also have some merch at the live show coming up on uh, January 20th. If you are in the area and you can get tickets and you want to go to that. So that's all going to be coming up. Yeah, no big deal. We'll be on the same stage that Tiffany Haddish was on. That's right. You don't have to pay nearly as much money. <laughs> and guess what? None of us yeah. are driving home. We're not that stupid. That's true. No, yeah, not going to be any DUIs coming from this crowd. Nope. That's right. <laughs> you will see us being driven. That's right. All right, Bird back tomorrow. So we'll be back to a full strength. We're ready to uh, kick off 2024. He is not dead by Christmas. No, he's not. Uh, Virginia's got confirmation he is still alive. <laughs> so there you go. All right, y'all have a good one. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.